listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. This is episode number 12. Today we are talking about things to do outside of the park, news and hearsay regarding Disney, and Paulo on the Disney Cruise Line. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Two grown-ups and a mouse. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. We are a podcast. Yep. But I think you know that. I would hope so. Because Otherwise, surprise. You're right. Like, what am I listening to? This is a podcast. It is basically a pre-recorded radio show. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Ding, ding, ding. No, no, no goodbye. No, no, no. We don't want you going anywhere. We want you here with us to listen. Exactly. Because why not? I was going to say because I'm obnoxious, but I don't know if they want to listen to someone that's obnoxious. So I'm not obnoxious, I swear. You're not. I'm sweet and kind and innocent and wonderful and perfect. At least until we stop recording. I'm Mary Poppins. Okay, maybe not. I was going to say. Not at all. I'm not a chimney sweeper, so. Yeah, you're not a bird. No. But that's okay. But thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for subscribing. And just in case you are listening in one way and you want to try something else, you can follow us on social media. So yes, Twitter, (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Yep. You can listen to us on YouTube. We do post our shows there. Yep. You can listen to us on our website. And you can listen to us on different podcast services, such as Apple iTunes, Spotify. Google, whatever podcasts. You know you know all of them. And for all of them, we are Two Grownups and a Mouse. So just search for Two Grownups and a Mouse. Our and website is twogrownupsandamouse.com. You search for so us, and you will find us. Search, find, listen. Yes. Follow. Subscribe. And give feedback. Rate and review. <laughs> give feedback, rate and review. Please. We want to hear from you. What do you like? What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Hopefully not less of me because then we wouldn't have a show. Yeah, probably not. Or less of you because we wouldn't have a show. That would be true too. Yeah. We're both integral to this, aren't we? Well, that's the two grown-ups part. We'd yeah, have to, I think they're stuck with us. We'd have to put out an ad for more grown-ups. But we digress. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's okay, though. Today, we are talking about things to do outside of the parks, but basically on Disney property at Walt Disney World. We are talking about news and hearsay, because there are some things we've heard that have made it to Walt Disney World news, so we know that those are accurate, 100% correct. There are things that we have heard that very well may be correct, but if they're not, we don't want you to be like, oh, well, we heard it here. So we will clarify what we've heard that's news and what we've heard that's hearsay. And we will be talking about Palo Restaurant on Disney Cruise Lines. And we did talk about that briefly in episode, I want to say nine. We talked about our cruising. Sure. So we did briefly talk about Paulo and Remy, but right. we but we even said in that episode we're gonna revisit it in a future episode. So in this episode we will be talking more in depth on Paulo. But let's start outside of the parks. Sure. A lot of people may or may not realize the things that they can do without having to pay admission to get into the parks. Right. And I mean honestly there's a lot of things you can even do at home if you have a Disney store close by they have events sometimes um but if you are at walt disney world Mm -hmm. and you have a few hours or you're 
on a day where you're taking a break and you're not going to any of the parks. Right. Because maybe maybe you're up there for seven days, but you only bought a five-day pass. I mean, different people have different priorities for how many days they want to spend inside the parks. Or you're, you're burning off the afternoon until you can go in on your Halloween party pass or your, right. your Very Merry Christmas pass or whatever. There's just, just a, an idea of, of things you can do other than going to a park. Right. So we found some recently. Mm-hmm. And on WDW Today which is the official handle for Walt Disney World news. You know, What's it's their, their Twitter, Twitter, Twitter handles. Yeah. <laughs> so because before we did the show and we're trying to figure out what to talk about, and I said to Andrew, we need to make sure that whatever we say, we can verify. Sure. You know, we don't want to give you misinformation. That's why a lot of the times you'll hear us say, this is our opinion or this is what we heard, because we want to give you the most up-to-date information. And we want to be as accurate as possible. Right. So that's why we we're going to tell you that this was on WDW Today Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Every Thursday in September, you can paint your own wine glass at Abracadab Bar. That's Abracadab Bar. <laughs> and this mo- month's design is inspired by Taste Epcot at the International Food and Wine Festival at Epcot Center. Right. And actually, if you find that tweet, it says interested in attending, tweet us for more info. Sure. So Abracadab Bar is on the boardwalk and you can access the boardwalk from the International Gateway at Epcot. Right. I think we talked about that before as well when we were talking about Yachtsman Steakhouse. Right. Which is between England and France as the International Which is, Gateway. I was going to say not, not Yachtsman Steakhouse is not between no. England and France. <laughs> no, but the International Gateway is between England and France on the closer to England uh and you can grab a boat to... It's not... Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's closer to England because there's like a bridge. Right. You have to you have to walk up the bridge from France to get to England or up the bridge from England to get to France. Right. You know? And once you're at the top of that bridge, there's a pathway right. that you can go down. And there is a shopping area. Yeah, there is a store there. So that, you know, before you leave Epcot or if you're just coming into Epcot, you can go to that store. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a wide selection of merchandise there. During the Flower and Garden Festival, you and I stopped in that store and bought a couple of T-shirts. They right. had Pandora. or I don't I don't remember if they had Pandora, but they definitely had the Doonies right. at that location. So it's kind of an eclectic little store. It's like a, a mini mouse gears. Yeah. You know, they have a little bit of everything there. Right. So and and during the events they'll they'll have some of the more popular and or smaller event items. Right. Well, that right. Th- that's that, what I was referring to. The like Doonies. That, it was event right. Doonies. It was the Flower and Garden Doonie. It's like that last chance or first chance, depending on which way you're going. Right. Uh, to to pick up some merchandise. So right. So if you leave through that international gateway, you leave through that exit, and then when you get to the water, basically, you know, you're on the pathway and there's water in front of you. If you turn left, that would be the closest path to the boardwalk. If you turn right, you're going to pass by beach club and then yacht club. Right. And then go all the the way around. But I'm not sure where, honestly, we should look in the map and see where Abercadab bar is located because I'm not sure which way would be closer. I'm pretty sure going going left. left is closer just because as you're going around the boardwalk, you end up next to Jelly Rolls 
Well, well Jelly know. Rolls is at the far end. Yeah. Right. And then if you keep going, there's the pathway to the Swan and Dolphin, and then you're back at Beach Club so or Yacht Club. So I'm pretty sure it's... Probably you know. faster to go on the on the boardwalk. Yeah. But that's one thing that you could do is paint your wine glasses. And I didn't put the price on here, but wasn't it $50? I believe so. Yeah, I think I, I think I read online somewhere that it was $50 to paint your own wine glass. So that looked kind of interesting. And a similar activity is candle making at the co-op in Disney Springs with Bose Signature Candles. Yeah. And we saw that was $25. Which is, for for anything Disney, is that's a, not a bad price. No, not at all. Especially because I think I looked up the normal price of a candle. If you just pick one up, I think it was $20. Yeah, 20 or 21 somewhere in that somewhere Some, in that range something in that range so, so a few dollars more and you, you get the experience of doing it yourself and as we've said before you and i really like going to disney springs sure we enjoy walking around we enjoy window shopping or shopping right. our pocketbooks enjoy well you know pocketbook your wallet enjoys more when we, when we window shop than shop but hey well yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah it is what it is but it's nice to know that there are other things to do at Disney Springs besides eat and shop. Sure. Of course, there are other things to do at Disney Springs besides eat and shop because you can go bowling at Splitsville. Yeah, you can go bowling. You could uh, sit down and watch one of the concert things. You have to find out when when and who is right. going to be there. Well, a lot of the time schools or organizations yeah. have little Events. performances. Yeah. They have an amphitheater out at Disney Springs, which right. right outside of World of Disney. You can go see a concert at House of Blues. Right. You can go up in the balloon, which isn't really Char- characters in flight. Characters in flight. Um there's a lot of there's a lot of things you can do there. Yeah. Characters in flight was not on our list, but that is another thing you could do outside of the parks. Yeah. And I have seen that available on Groupon. Right. If you use Groupon, if you are interested in doing characters in flight Definitely check Groupon and see if you can find one. Sure. Because I have seen it on there. It's not too, too expensive anyway. It's not unreasonable, but Groupon is going to be about half price. Right. Definitely find a Groupon if you can, because it's not, this is only my opinion and my opinion is, doesn't really mean much. Wait, wait. This is the opinion coming from a man who's scared of heights, but go on. Well, it wasn't that, but yes, if you're, if you don't like heights, you don't, don't want to go on characters in flight. But the uh, for the amount of money you spend, you don't really get a lot. Well, it's a it's a quick. It's a type very of... short, you know. So don't add that up per hour because you'll be very afraid. Right. No, but it, it still was only like twenty five a person or in that price sure. range. It wasn't any. Well, it's ask- only five or ten minutes worth of time, you know. Right for twenty five dollars. They, they you, you shoot up to the top of where however high they're going to take you that day because it's a. Quasi weather dependent, but well, yeah, they, yes, they say up to four hundred feet or so. That's the other issue, right? Not issue because I'm not trying to be negative, but just you know to be to prepare you that right. you may say, "Hey, I want to do characters in flight," and of course, if it's raining, they're not going to bring you up. No, they won't bring you up if it's raining but or lightning. It's, or but it's if it's windy, they're not going to bring you up. Right. They have, or they the, might bring you lower than. No, but there a lot of the right. times we've been to Disney Springs and we pass by that area and they say due to inclement weather, right. p- characters in flight is not operating. 
and you look up at the skies and it's beautiful and blue and perfect and sunny and you're like, hmm. but by inclement weather, they're not just referring to it raining, which it does right. often in Florida. Well, they're yeah. referring to the level of wind because that affects if they can safely bring you up there and right. maybe not even safely. Of course, well, they're very concerned about the safety, but well, it'd it, probably be safe, but it's. It wouldn't, it'd be a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much you would enjoy being up right. there if it were all that windy. But yes, candle making and characters in flight are two things that are available in Disney Springs. And another item in Disney Springs mm -hmm. is they do have a 90 minute cake decorating experience at Amaret's Pastry. Or excuse, it's patisserie, I think, not pastry. Oh, I don't think it's pastry, but, it, but yeah, it might yeah, be patisserie. It's, it's Amaret's. Sure. At Amaret's. Otherwise known as delicatessen. No. <laughs> again, it's, definitely, it's definitely not a delicatessen. Not delicatessen. That's a joke. Again, episode seven, you'll know the joke. Right. But uh, the cake decorating experience at Emirates is $149. Yes, that's $149. But that's for up to two people to right. decorate one cake. Right. So a little bit expensive for a cake, but, you know, experience does... Well, the uh, I was reading about it from a, a couple of people, and it's basically a little they 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 do the full service thing on it, where they'll bring out and they'll talk about how they decorate the cakes the way they do. They'll talk, they'll let you decorate your own. You know, they'll bring you a cake to decorate, and you can try to mimic the the decorations, which you probably won't do, be able to do. But yeah, some people are better than others. Well. And then, you know, obviously they're going to give you one to take home. I am not one of those people. That'll take a cake home? That is better. Some people are better than others. Oh. Not me. I'm not one of those some. But yes, but, taking the cake home. Well, if it makes it home. I don't know how far it would make it if you and I did this. It would make it probably five feet out the door. Yeah, make it to our mouths. Well, because, you know, <laughs> it might be hot outside and we don't want to waste the cake. Exactly. So we'd have and, to eat it right away. And we're not that picky. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters more what it tastes like. Well, normally I would say yes, but the cakes in there are are quite beautiful. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Because uh, you really, if you haven't stepped in there, you need to look because or go on the Disney website. You'll find pictures of it because they are very unique and they are very artistic and they're not unreasonably priced. No, you and I once wanted something sweet, right. and we were passing by there, and we bought a little Mickey head to share. Yeah. Which it was not too much for one person no. by any means. But in that particular case, I think we were probably going to be eating dinner soon or whatever the case may be. So we right. opted to share it and it was enough to share. And I think at the time and the price may be the same. It was about eight fifty. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it, it wasn't a lot. No, I mean, considering the beauty of it. Right. I mean, the, the it's almost a shame to eat it. Right. It was <laughs> it was really, really pretty. Right. But on that note, I think. We should talk about news, news and hearsay. And hearsay. Because recently I've gone onto Facebook mm -hmm. or just online. Right. And I did see a couple of headlines. You saw a couple of headlines. So we looked into it and we separated it into news and hearsay because we have three things we're going to talk about. Two out of the three we verified on Walt Disney World right. media. You know, we on one of their websites or their Twitter or their news page. Well, we've we've verified it through an official Disney channel. Right. There you it, go. It, thank you. That, that sounds 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 better. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like what he said. That that's what it was—an official Disney channel. Right. Um, the other one may or may not be true, 
But I guess probably my my inkling is that it'll be within the next two weeks. If it is true, then we will start seeing it on Disney channels. Right. So I guess we're going to find out. The first one is, and I'm going to quote this, the source is the Disney Parks blog. And also WDW News, which is the official news page of Walt Disney World. And what they said was, quote, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, which is currently planned to run to the end of summer 2019, has entertained millions of guests gathered around World Showcase Lagoon, sharing the light in a story since it debuted in October 1999 as part of the Walt Disney World Millennium Celebration. During the coming year, we'll be celebrating this classic show, so you still have plenty of time to experience it again and again as excitement builds for what's next. Right. That was their announcement. So basically, yes, this is news. Yes, this is confirmed. They are getting rid of Illumination's Reflections of Earth. However, don't know what's coming. Nope. <laughs> they didn't say that. They they just said part of the transformation of Epcot, I think, is what, how I, what I read. Right. Well, I think they're 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 also moving some more because obviously, like Guardians of the Galaxy and Frozen, and so I think they're moving some of their other media into the park as well. Whether that'll take place, you know, whether any of that'll kind of flow over to whatever new uh, fireworks show, it may or may not. Well, it's funny because this actually could be a subject in and of itself. There are a lot of people that are quite traditionalist. Sure. And, you know, they don't like change and they're like, this is not what Epcot is supposed to be. Well, let's start with Epcot is the, uh, I know, what does it stand for? I know the center of tomorrow part. The, uh oh. What? Do, 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 do. Oh, wait, I probably shouldn't sing that. I'll probably have to pay money for that. Oh, yeah. We don't want to pay money for anything. <laughs> what? She. AJ is now looking up what Epcot stands for. You know, realize there are plenty of people that are right now screaming at their cars and the people next to them saying, it means this. Of course, I can. Oh, wait. What what did Epcot originally stand for? Experimental prototype. Thank you. Right. Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. That's what Epcot is supposed to be. So anyone who is a traditionalist, I'm sorry, but Epcot was never what it was supposed to be. Right. And my argument against anyone who feels like oh my god they're changing too much if we didn't have change we would still have e-tickets we would not have fast passes we would not be able to reserve things so yes change is scary some change is better than others however personally i'm very open to change and i'm not saying i never get disappointed because maybe i like an attraction or a restaurant or an item at a restaurant, you know, something sure. on the menu, whatever the case may be. I'm not saying I don't get disappointed. Sure, there are things that I miss because I say, oh, I really liked that. But I'm accepting of change because I know that change is progression and progression is good. Sure. So it will be interesting to see how Epcot develops over the next couple of years, as you just spoke about, you know, they've already put Frozen in. They are putting in Guardians. They're adding, I believe I read a restaurant near Mission to Mars. I mean, there is a lot right. of change, ample changes happening. And I don't I don't think, you know, a lot of people get a little overly fearful, but I don't, you know, most of it is, is more evolutionary rather than revolutionary, which basically is, you know, they're, they're not going to wholesale change something to the point where it's, you're not going to walk into Epcot today and it's, 
you know, future world and, and the and the countries and then tomorrow it's gonna be totally different. Well, I just I laugh because people complain, as I just said. Right. Oh, it's changing. How, you know, how could they change it? And this is so different. How many people like Mind Train? How right. many people miss this old Snow White attraction? Sure. Personally, I don't. Right. Because Snow White, Winnie the Pooh, even Peter Pan, they're all quite similar. I mean, the difference for Peter Pan is Peter Pan, you're going along a cable so you're attached from the top well you're suspended it's a little different but right it's but not. it's still you're going right. through the story and you're just looking at it i mean almost all of the attractions are that i mean even right. nemo sure that you know you're you're driving through the nemo and you're here you're seeing the story or right. little mermaid you're going through the car seeing the story I and mean, that's what the majority of these attractions are right so it's funny because people love mine train but don't you realize that Mine Train basically replaced the Snow White ride that was already there? So they're complaining, oh, my God, I don't like change. Well, it's Snow, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So right. they've replaced, you know, that's, I'm guessing they took out the Snow White ride because they were adding a Snow White ride, even though the right. rides are totally different. Right. You know, one was just the story and now it's a little mini roller coaster. Sure. But my point is that people selectively complain. It's well, like they talk about how great Mind Train is, but they go, oh, my God, they're changing Epcot. Why did they put Frozen there? It doesn't belong there. It's like, well. Nobody actually ever went on the Norway ride. Well, a, a lot of people did, and that's fine. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, it is nice if people could open themselves up to change isn't always bad. Well, that that's true. And then there's, you know, there's lots of things of, you know, look how many people love the what they did with the the pandora area in animal kingdom i mean that's made national news about the way it is designed and the way it looks and but is that change or is that an addition um, they didn't change what did they what was there previously well they moved the lion king show mm -hmm. but the lion king show used to be there over there and then there was a little uh was it a kids area or there was area over there that they took out, but it wasn't very popular. So, right. And then now right. it's, and, and, and now it's, you have to wait two hours to get on a ride. Right. And Avatar is not an actual country the way they have Asia and Africa right. and all the little countries inside of Animal Kingdom. Right. This is not, you know, this is a fake country. This well, is a, a made up place. It's a fake planet. <laughs> from James Cameron. So, right. yeah, it's, it's funny. Like I said, people are selectively. And, and that's their pri their prerogative. Right. I'm just saying personally, I try and be a little open-minded when it comes to things like this. Sure. I'm not saying that I don't miss things because, yes, there are things I miss more than others. You know, some things I miss more, some things I miss less. But I don't fault Disney for wanting to change because it's nice to progress and see new things. Right. And honestly, for, for something as big as Illuminations, they're, they're not going to – Disney understands that people love it. Disney knows it's a big deal, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do a lot to make sure that they don't mess it up when they replace it. Right. Well, I mean, not too long ago they stopped showing wishes right. at Magic Kingdom and they replaced it with Happily Ever After. Right. Uh some people like it more, some people like it less. But again, it's nice to see change. I mean, sure. there, there are things like Carousel of Progress that I enjoy that it's there because it's kind of like an, an, uh, they're honoring Walt. Sure. By having that. But, you know, other than that, it's 
there's nothing inside of Magic Kingdom that I would say, oh my God, I can't believe they got rid of it because I'm pretty sure they look into these things before they make any kind of big decision. Oh, of course. But speaking of making big decisions, the hearsay that we recently heard or saw, uh, and it was in more than one area. We saw it in Attractions Magazine, Orlando Rising, and WDW Info. Just because we saw it in three places doesn't mean it's true. No, they, they might all be quoting each other. Right. And it doesn't mean it's false either. Right. But we it says that Rafiki's Planet Watch at Animal Kingdom is going to close soon. Next month. Yeah. Or October. Right. Which is, that's next month. Right. Well, it's, it's going to be at the end of October is what is reported. Right. And for those of you, just to remind everybody, Rafiki's Planet Watch is the little train that you get on uh, in the in Animal Kingdom in the... Africa section? Probably. Or is it the Asia section? Either way, one of those two places. You get on <laughs> Somewhere. a little you get on a little train and you go in and it takes you for a little five minute ride and you get off the train down a pathway into Rafiki's Planet Watch, which you could see some of the lab well, I don't know if they were real labs or not, but they had labs set up for showing you how they cared for the animals and uh just a few a few extra areas and obviously as it you know it says Rafiki's planet watch so right. it's the you know there's a lot of conservation kind of topics there uh, they had a petting zoo uh, sometimes you found the motorized uh, trash can there yeah but they didn't say in in these articles it didn't say why the no. rumor was that it was going to close so just keep your eyes open sure. because it'd be interesting to see if this rumor is actually true yeah. We don't know. We don't. Just just hearsay. It's something we saw. So we decided to include it in our news and hearsay section. Sure. But there is news that we had verified on the Walt Disney World website. Yep. Because when we went to look, you had heard this. And so we went to look it up and it was the price change was on the Disney World website. Right. A few episodes ago, we did talk about Disney transportation. Right. So we talked about how there are monorails and trams and boats and buses and we also talked about the minivan right. provided by Lyft. Right. And originally the minivan was $20 flat fee. That right. originally was 20 and or then recently No, it was 20 and then it got raised to 25. Oh, okay. Aha. Remember your wife, she's always right. He's shaking his head yes-ish. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying though. Like the progression of it. It was 20 right. and then it went to 25. Right. So that was not too long ago. Right. And then, of course, they added that you can go to the airport. Right. So that was a great addition. Uh, well, the, the airport trip was more than 25 Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You could go to the airport for $25. That's great. No, but we're, I'm just saying like the, right. progress, the progression of minivan. So the newest news that we've seen on the minivan is, and again, I'm going to quote, Prices vary based on distance traveled from pickup location to requested destination within Walt Disney World Resort. You'll see the total cost and pay for the service conveniently through the Lyft app. Right. So that is the change. Before it was a flat fee, you wanted to go from, for example, Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom, you're paying $25 flat fee. You're going from... Well, I know that could be kind of silly. It's not that far, but either well, way, that's just not a monorail loop. So, right, I know, but but, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. You know, but, either way, it was a flat fee. Right. It didn't matter if you were going from Pop Century to Florida to Grand Floridian. It didn't right. matter if you were going from All Stars to Swan and Dolphin. You were going from one right. location on property to another location on property, and it was a flat fee, twenty five dollars. Correct. Now it's going to actually be 
a fee based on the distance. Well, it's going to be more like a, a regular lift Correct. But ride. I am not, it didn't go into details on how much it would be because it said you'll see the total and pay for the service through Lyft. So right. if, I don't know if on, that's effective today. I mean, on it was on the Walt Disney World website today. Right. I don't know if you went to the app today and tried to book a right. ride, if you're still going to get the flat fee or if it's going to say this is how much it's going to be. Right. And it, at the end of the day, it's probably going to be some rides are going to be cheaper, some rides are going to be more. Because of that change. Right. We be- also saw that the uh, it's going to be also in the last episode, we talked about the hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Right. Episode number 11. Minivan service is now available to those hotels as well. Right. They're probably expanding it. It'll be right. interesting to see if it is easier to get a minivan or less easy. Well, to get one now <laughs> that they're they've changed their pricing structure, it'll be very interesting to. Well, it will be, but I think they'll they'll compensate for it because it, it's funny. It's one of these things that we've kind of witnessed its progression from when it started because it, it, it when it very first started, you could only get it out of like beach club concierge level. Well, right, they started you know just right. like anything else where they're not. Yeah, it was. Very, they didn't very release it to everybody. They sure. wanted to test it you know so right. it was like the testing phase and they did that and then when that worked they expanded it to right. other deluxe resorts and then they expanded it to basically all the resorts sure. and now they've expanded it further to resorts that are not owned by disney but they're very close proximity to disney property sure. just like as we spoke about in the previous episode right. how now you can get the fast pass at 60 day benefit right. from these hotels that are in close proximity, but they're not Disney. Sure. So, you know, it's just one of the things that they, they really listen to the needs of their guests and, right. you know, apparently transportation or alternate transportation is something that their guests need. So they are accommodating. Well, it's, it's one of those things where, it's also a sign of the times. People don't want to use taxis. They want to use Uber or Lyft. So you might as well. They're much more cost effective. Sure. So it, it certainly makes sense. And it's probably a little bit safer as well, because if you're using one of those services, you can see who's going to come to get you and they can see who they're picking up. Right. So there's actually a record of you going. Whereas right. when when you just get in a taxi, you're getting in a taxi, you don't know whose taxi you're getting in. You know, Right. And uh, well, in, in, in this case, in the minivan services, the minivans are run by uh, Disney, I believe. But they are Lyft. Well, Lyft is, you're using the Lyft service to connect you with the vehicle. But I'm pretty sure the vehicle is run by Disney. Yeah, they must have some kind of contract. I'm sure. And, and as a side note, if you do opt to use a taxi on Walt Disney World property. The last time we checked, because mm. we actually used one. Um, so I believe it's still true, but it may have changed. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is still accurate. If you do need to taxi, you would want to use a Mears taxi on property because Mears had a contract with Disney. Right. But that's the kind of thing, if you do end up needing a taxi and you can't wait for Lyft or for Uber, just if you're at a resort, they will tell you, yes, that taxi is under contract with us or, you know, not under contract. Because if you use a taxi that is not under contract, they might overcharge you. Correct. And you might not know that you're being overcharged. So, again, it was Mears the last time we checked, but it was probably a couple years ago. So, definitely double check with 
a cast member at the resort that you're at and they will tell you or they will call the cab for you sure to make sure that you're getting one that you're not going to be overcharged right but speaking of transportation that's a good segue into disney cruising disney cruise line is a transportation it's a form of transportation i guess it is a boat (laughs) i was trying to make a segue okay (laughs) andrew likes to make fun of aj aj likes to talk about herself in the third person Andrew doesn't like it when AJ talks about herself as a third person. Andrew's a meanie head. (laughs) Disney Cruise Line. We did talk about that in a previous episode. We had a whole episode about it. Yes. And towards the end of that episode, we did talk a little bit about Paulo and Remy. Right. But we said there's a lot to talk about when it comes to Paulo and Remy, so we're going to save it. Right. And we stopped saving it. We're doing it now. Well, technically, and we're only going to talk about one of them. We're only talking about Paulo. Right. But that is on Disney Cruise Line. Paolo is a, an Italian cuisine, northern Italian cooking. Right. And Paolo is available on all four Disney Cruise Line ships. That's correct. The Wonder, the Magic, the Dream, and the Fantasy. Right. I don't know if they're going to be on the three new ships. That'll be interesting. It will be interesting. But given the popularity, it might be. Either that or something comparable, I'm sure, if it's not I'm the sure, exact same. I'm sure they'll have good good dining on it. But, right. uh, but given the popularity of Paolo, I'm... I think it's a, I think it's a safe bet. And but we won't know until we won't know until they're, until they're built. But well, until they release some information right. on it. But briefly, <laughs> Paulo and Remy are upcharge restaurants that are right. adults only, eighteen and older only, available on the Disney Cruise Line. Right. And yes, Paulo is available on all four ships. However, because Magic and the Wonder are a drop smaller, they do not have Remy on those two ships. Right. So, and Paulo, the base price is thirty dollars per guest. Yep. Remy is substantially more expensive because it's $95 per guest. Right. But they're both quite enjoyable. Right. But today we're just talking about Paolo. Correct. So as I said, it is Italian cuisine Mm -hmm. and a reservation is required. I don't know how often people are able to get last minute reservations. I do know you can go to guest services. If you're just staying in it, right. and if you're staying in any cabin on the Disney Cruise Line, you can go to guest services. Of course, if you're staying concierge, you can go to the concierge lounge right. and see if one of the hosts there can assist you. And you can always try and book on board, but if possible, right. and this is for any activity on board, if possible, booking in advance is beneficial. Well, they are. They they say it's quite popular, and all the times we've been in in Palo. It's been pretty busy. So I would say the only exception to that was that the the hurricane cruise where everything got all messed up. So in that one, we had a few reservations that we could make, like, pretty much, you know. Well, uh, we were on a four-day cruise, right. a four, four-night cruise. And on the four-night cruise, the Apollo, or at, at least our Apollo, was scheduled for sea day. Right. So... Because we ended up, they ended up extending the cruise by a day and the sea day got moved. They moved our Apollo reservation to right. the sea day. Now, I say it like that because I don't want to misspeak. It's possible that they have more than one Apollo brunch right. on four, four night cruises. But that's what happened in our situation. We were booked for a sea day, so they moved us to the, the other sea day. Well, and, but that was one of the things where they were complaining that, or not complaining, but they were mentioning that a lot of the reservations got 
messed up well, because of that. They got canceled and people people canceled the cruise because right. it was difficult for them to get to. Well, there was traveling issues, restrictions, that right. kind of stuff. So, and, and the cruise seemed far from empty, but I'm sure that they probably had a few more cancellations than right. per typical. But, it, but either way, that's definitely get reservations. Right. It, it's really yes. at the end of the day. Right. I mean, if you can't, and this holds true for anything that you would book prior to cruising, you, depending on your cruise level, which we talked about in the, in the cruise episode, right. um, you might not be able to start booking until 75 days out right. if, if you're a brand new cruiser. And so the availability for Apollo reservations is not going to be as much. Sure. Because people have been booking since 125 days out. So that being said, you know, you might go to book prior to cruising and find that there's nothing available. However, go to guest services as soon as you get on board and see if they have any openings. Well, sure, because I'm sure that people will cancel at the last minute as well. Right. And they're, you know, I they, mean, they don't, don't feel good. They got too busy doing something else or right. they, you know, whatever. There's a million reasons why somebody might right. change. And, and that, again, is not just for Apollo. That's for any kind of excursion or a, a ticketed event or right. something. I mean, most of the character meet and greets you don't need a ticket for. However, they do have the frozen meet and greet on the dream and they do have the princess gathering meet and greet. Those are ticketed events. They don't cost anything, but they only have so much availability and space and time and that's why they make it ticketed so a lot of times people go to get those tickets prior to cruising they're not available they go on board they go to guest services and they're able to get it so it's definitely worth getting it's a top tip on anything even beyond just the cruises but even in the disney parks too is always ask even up to the minutes beforehand because you know, a lot, and a lot of times they won't know that somebody le- canceled until literally the last minute. So, if you really want to get into that uh, mixology class or the, you know, a meet and greet or Apollo for right. or Remy, you know, always ask right up until the last minute that that you can that's convenient for you. Obviously, right. but. now Disney. If you look, if you book a cruise and you look for their the itinerary, you will see that they have a. On the three and four night cruises, they have a semi-formal night. And on the longer cruises, they'll have a semi-formal and a formal night. However, they are all um, optional. Correct. It's it's not mandatory. I know there right. are cruise lines, and I'm not sure if they've changed it over the past few years. But previously, there were cruise lines that it was formal night. And if you wanted to eat in the main dining room, you had to dress formally. Correct. Disney does not do that. No. They say it's semi-formal or they say it's formal, but it's optional. Right. However, at Palo and of course at Remy, these are do have a dress code and it's not optional. No. They have lessened the dress code because previously men were not allowed to wear jeans. Now right. on the website it says jeans are allowed if they are nice. Right. It's a, you know, and it says on the one website not no holes, but right. Um, so it has lessened, you know, they've lessened the severity of, of what's acceptable attire and sure. not. And that has become an argument or discussion on, you know, cruise Facebook groups because people are like, what does it matter what I wear to a restaurant? But you know what? For me, I'm opting to go to Apollo. This isn't one of the regular dining rotations that I can understand in the main dining room to see people. Some of them are wearing tank tops and shorts and some of them decided to do the optional semi-formal night right but that 
is just your regular dining rotation and those were optional. This is you elected to make a reservation at Palo. So that means that you agree to abide by their rules, which say they have a dress code. Sure. And I like it because it's nice to say I'm going to this restaurant and it is a nice restaurant and there ex- people are expected to dress appropriately to, to dine here. Sure. It just kind of adds to the ambiance, but that's my opinion. They do offer brunch and they offer dinner. Right. Brunch is a menu. They do give you a menu where you can order off of the brunch menu. And they also have a buffet. Well, it's, and we should, well, we will explain what that is, but because it's not a traditional buffet. What do you mean it's not a traditional buffet? Well, it's not like if you go downstairs to, uh, not, what's the name of the? Cabanas? Yeah, Cabanas. That's a buffet. Where, you know, oh, I can get a piece of fish, I can get a burger, I can get a piece of pizza, I can get, you know, it's all laid out. In Palo, it's more... Oh, it's still a traditional buffet. Well, but it, it's the, the up, foods it's, it's, are not necessarily... Because it, it's a selection of antipastas, it's a selection of breads, it's a selection of... Um, they do have a seafood there's section. There's some, some seafoods, but they're more... Upscale. I don't want to call them finger foods, but... It's not, you know, you're not getting a, a main course plate of food kind of thing. Maybe, but that's because they do have the menu. Right. And the menu being that it's brunch, it is a mix right. of breakfast type offerings right. and heavier lunch type offerings. And I think we talked about that when we did the cruise episode where we, our the first time we had Paula brunch, it was a little bit early for my taste because... We get, you know, we sit down and we're given the menu and there was chicken parm, which everyone apparently I found it afterwards raves about. But I was like, right. it's 1030. I don't want chicken parm at 1030. Sure. So we have gone to Palo after that. And knowing that it was heavier right. items, we made our reservation a little bit later so that if I was in the mood for breakfast, I mean, personally, I'll eat breakfast at any time of the day. I can have breakfast for breakfast, right. lunch or dinner. But well, it's more more traditional. Right, well, but, most people don't mind what time they had breakfast, but they do mind what time they have a right, it's heavier. chicken it's, parmesan. It's, it's heavier. And, and right. you know, so uh, we have gone since then and we went later so that we could enjoy those offerings without feeling that it was too early in the day to enjoy them. So maybe that's what you mean where there's no large items. Well, it's just no main course items. They're all side dishes. Right. And that's I'm, part of that's just me. Cause I also don't eat the seafood. So, you know, to me it's, you know, they have a, there's a beautiful d- display of desserts as well, but you know, that's uh, that kind would, of the, kind of the end of it. But no, that's the next thing I was going to say. They don't have any desserts. I don't think on the brunch menu. No, it, because all the desserts are put out. Right. But my mom's favorite, the little Nutella, yeah, mousse, truffle, dessert. What I don't know. What, Thingy. <laughs> something. It, it's a little circle dessert right. with made of Nutella and chocolate, and right. she really, really, really enjoyed that. But that's another story. They had a uh, mini cannolis. Yep. They had little fruit cups um well they have a lot of well they have a it's a it's a tiramisu like, like it's like you said it's an italian place so right. uh tiramisu cannolis there's a lot of uh chocolate there's chocolate well almost everything has chocolate in it. there was some there was some fruits yeah. as well like a gelatin strawberry thing right or just fruit they have right, just, just fruit just plain fruit mm-hmm. of course but like i said i don't i don't eat the seafood so to me it's like I can go over to the one thing and get some breads, which 
It's a I, it's I, a vast assortment of breads because they have sweet breads. They have oh, they have everything under the sun. Yeah, they, that, that you ex- might except like they don't have bagels. Which no, <laughs> it's so funny. They have they really well, do it. It's a, it's, it's a table. It's a very Italian it, style. No, but it's a full table of breads, right. and and they have pastries and muffins and breads and breadsticks and like all these different you know chocolate croissants and croissants and but no bagels. Right. And I, as I've said in another episode, I'm Jewish. I was brought up on salmon and cream cheese on a bagel. Sure. They have the salmon. They have the cream cheese. At the brunch, no bagels. Right. So I was like looking for a bread item that I could substitute. Sure. For, you know, that would be close enough in consistency to a bagel. And on the one cruise, our server ran down and got you a bagel from Yeah, he was very Cabanas. sweet. He was extremely sweet. And he, he went and got a bagel for me because he was really, right. really nice. But honestly, we've had all the service we've had at Paulo have been really, really nice. Right. We've really lucked out. And then I should say, because it makes it sound like I'm not, I'm being kind of critical of the brunch. All the food that is on the, on the tables there is all top-notch food. Yeah. While I might not have a lot that I can go over there and grab, but like the the croissants were perfect. I mean, there's just right. simply no other way to explain how <laughs> how good the croissant was. Right. But let's talk about dinner. Because you prefer dinner. I do. Over brunch. See, now I... I like both. I don't know if I preferred one over the other. I kind of like the variety of being able to order from the menu or going to the buffet. So for me, I kind of liked the brunch. But then again, at dinner, I got a lobster pasta dish that was really good. Right. And what's funny is the first time we had dinner there, or actually this the second cruise we went on, we went with our moms. And I saw this lobster pasta and I was worried that I wasn't going to like it. So I didn't order it, right. which I really shouldn't worry because it's when you pay the, the $30, it's all you care to eat. So right. if you order something and you don't like it, you can just order something else and you're not going to get charged anymore. Right. And so, that's that's lunch and dinner. And that's that's an important distinction because you can right. literally... They might look at you dirty, but right. you could literally order one of everything off the menu. Right. And they'll bring it out to you. Right. And then, because one of our servers on one of the cruises actually said that during the brunch one, they were like, oh, you can order three or four things and just have, have a taste of each. And I'm like, the very first cruise, the that server, seems really wasteful. But. Right. The very first cruise, that's how the server, I mean, he was so nice. He was right. a really nice kid. And he really was trying to get us to try all different things sure. because we went with our friends and they ended up, like, they had already ordered something. And he was like, well, do you want to try this? And they ended up ordering right. more. So, yes, that is something that you can do. But on the second cruise that we went with our moms on the first night, because we ended up having a couple a couple evenings there, we got lucky that we were able to get more than one reservation. Sure. So the first night, I just got scallops because I really enjoy scallops. And then the second night, I said, let me try it. Because it kind of dawned on me, like, wait a second, if I don't like it, I can order something else and I'm not going to get charged anymore. So sure. no harm, no foul. And I got this lobster dish and it was really good. Yeah. I was like, wow, I should order this first night. Right. But it, it's fine. It's just nice that it's uh, all you care to eat. Now, of course, that does not include alcohol. No. And no. you could order alcohol at either brunch or dinner. Sure. At dinner, they do have a wine pairing available. Right. The Appirienza del Vino. So <laughs> the wine experience. 
Right. I don't speak Italian, but I know that says the wine experience. So, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> and it's funny cause you didn't do that. I don't, I don't know if we ever asked them about wine pairing. No, I don't. For all that we are talking about Paulo and as a, even at dinner, but it's still, it still kind of has that traditional restaurant feel where it's more like, I'm going to buy, get this as a appetizer. I'm going to get this as this. And I'm going to get this as opposed to like Remy, which is more, bring more me courses. food. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's more courses, obviously, but it's, you have less choice on the courses as well. Actually, you know what we forgot at Paulo? The, um, the, you talked about it at brunch, the antipasta. Right. That that is a course that's not something well, I, you order. They just bring it. They don't bring it out to you. They bring out the antipasta cart, right? And as as a uh, well, they bring out breads, right? The bread service and that bread is really really well. We should enjoyable, you know, because we it's hard to explain because it it sounds kind of cheap because it's only a thirty dollar upcharge kind of thing, but you're really you're getting a if this was a normal restaurant. You know, a couple like us would probably be spending a hundred or fifty, two hundred dollars. Probably. You know, for for the same level of dinner. Right. So you know, you see this and you're like thirty dollars or you know, eh, right. okay. And that's why, honestly, a lot of people they they're charged thirty dollars per person right. for the meal, and they're tipping thirty dollars per person. Sure. Or you know, between twenty and thirty dollars per person because they're tipping what they would have tipped if they had been charged the right. full amount. Well, it makes it hard because you're getting, along with the fact that the food is, is very good, high quality, you're getting very good service as well. Oh, the service is phenomenal there. Right. But yeah, but the... But, so, and then, like you said, you know, you sit down, they bring out the bread, you you order your meal, and then he brings out, or he or she. Right. <laughs> we've had we've had all male servers all the times we've eaten there, but... Right. Well, most of the time we get the same server for the whole crew, so. <laughs> right. If we eat there more than once, yes, we do. Well, right. and we don't even have to ask for that. It, it's kind of, they kind of treat Paulo and Remy the same way they treat the main dining rotation. Right. It's like, okay, you're eating here. Oh, you're going to eat again. We're going to give you the same servant unless right. you go to them and say, mm, they well, were yeah, my course. cup of tea. Of course. But yeah, so you do, you, you can order, again, you can order more than one appetizer. You can order more than one main course. But generally sure. speaking, they'll suggest to you order an appetizer, order a main course, sure. order a dessert. And like I said, the one that I forgot about, the antipasta. And what I like about the antipasta is they don't just prepare it and put it on your table and say, okay, here it is. Right. It's they bring out a cart to you where you can say, you know what? I don't really like that meat. I want more of this one. Because right. we did that. There yep. were, I mean, we liked all the meats, but one of the meats we liked more than the other. So sure. they gave us extra. Right. And, you know, we don't care for the, I think antipasta usually comes with like peppers yeah, well, it usually get, comes with some fruits or uh, or veggie, yeah. fruits and veggies, whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, we don't we don't want that in there. So right, we don't care for it, so we say no, thank you. So right. you know, we get exactly what we want. So it's really a nice course. And the and the balsamic. Oh yeah, the balsamic is a very thick. Right, it's a very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, enjoyable. I do like my balsamic. Right. Well, it's one of the times I I, I enjoyed it too because it's not. It has a good taste to it as opposed to some cheapy balsamic. Mm. But taste. It was good. I'm getting hungry. Well We're talking we're talking about a restaurant and I haven't eaten yet, so now I'm getting really hungry. The problem is, is that my 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 final recommendation at Palo though is oh, if I you, can't eat yet, you have to recommend something. I do. Oh, okay. 
if you get the uh well first of all as a as a as a starter one of the items they have is potato gnocchi which is very good but nowadays they serve it in a in a tomato based sauce and it's it's very good right no you had gotten that on the first day the first couple of cruises too you'd had it right. more than more than once you've had it there and you always yeah, liked it i did <laughs> and then this last cruise we were talking to a cast member who said have them make it with a gorgonzola sauce and i was like okay i yeah, guess because you don't like blue cheese or gorgonzola or well and and on the steak they have it as a side uh as a, a gorgonzola sauce as a side and i was like i can't imagine that mixed in with potato gnocchi but I said, eh, why not? What the heck? Right. Because again, if you don't like it, you can send it back. You can get another right. one and they're not going to look at you funny. They'll be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I tried it. It was amazing. So if you're at Palo at dinner, remember Naki with Gorgonzola sauce. They will make it for you. You will love it. Well, so far as we know, they'll make it for you. The reason I say that is I know that they had, they've had a couple dishes right. that everyone raved about and now they're no longer available i can't think of the name of the dishes then it doesn't right. matter because they're not available anymore well anyway. yeah I'm, I'm, so, I'm sure at some so, point they'll stop making it right but but, but at least uh, i mean our most recent cruise was may of 2018 right. so you know we're not talking years ago we're talking sure. something that was within the past like six months give or take right and yes we were able to get that so hopefully they're still doing that you know it wasn't too long ago they well, ask for it and if they say yes Celebrate, because you're in for a treat. Right. Along with the dessert. But we've spent too much time, so we'll have to talk about that later. No, we can talk We can talk quickly about the dessert, because I don't agree with everyone. That's true. They, the chocolate souffle, yep. and they also have another flavor. Well, they have a, it's a, a like a vanilla or right. vanilla it's, caramel, whatever. No, I think... It, Either way, people, all, they rave. Oh, my God, the, the right. souffle is wonderful. And it is good. Don't get me wrong. But I yeah. just, I think it's because I don't like things that are too hot. Right. And that's a dessert that's served relatively hot. So oh, that's yeah. probably so why I'm not. Served right out of the oven. Yeah. So it's good. Don't get me wrong. But um, people rave about that. Yeah. But I don't know if I would rave about it, but it is very good. Right. All I the mean, desserts. For, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Right. Much more so than you did. But. Right. But all of the desserts are, well, you're not going to get a bad meal there. So right. if you do get a bad meal, complain because something went very wrong. <laughs> well, we're talking about dessert. So I'm going to have dessert first. Okay. Because I'm hungry. All right. So we can't talk about Paulo anymore because we have to say goodbye because I have to go and I have to eat. But before we say goodbye, we have to say thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for following. Subscribe. For subscribing, for recommending us, for yep. talking about us. Thank you for giving us feedback. Yep. Write and review. Please. We want your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to read what you have to say. So please do not hesitate to give us feedback. Yep. Do not hesitate to subscribe. Absolutely. And do not hesitate to say good night. Or good morning. Oh, yeah. I always forget that people don't always listen to it at night. Sure. We, we usually record it at night, so I usually say good night. But yeah, I guess we could say good afternoon. How about goodbye? Okay, fine. Bye. Bye. <laughs>